right, everybody. Welcome to another Anthem podcast. We're really excited to uh, be together with you guys. Uh, this is Matt Larson, and I get the wonderful opportunity today of interviewing Stacy DeWitt from James Storehouse and Conejo Church. I'll have Stacy introduce herself in just a second, but just wanted to let you guys know once again, our primary hope for these podcasts is giving you a chance to hear more of the life, the story, the um, ministry and passion uh, that's come in and through Anthem Church over the years and really does give us an opportunity to see what God might be doing moving forward. Uh, so I'll start by uh, welcoming Stacy and asking you to introduce yourself and a little bit about who you are and your family and all that. Yeah. Good, good morning. I'll yeah. say good morning. Um, so happy to be here with uh, the Anthem family. Love you guys so much. Yeah, my name is Stacy DeWitt. I'm executive director of James Storehouse. Um, a little bit about my family. My husband's a pastor, um, his family um, before him as well. So Jesus is so important to us. He's our life. Um, we have three kids. We have two boys the old-fashioned way and one uh, daughter through adoption. She was in a little orphanage in the heart of Guatemala City when she was an infant. And um, we got word that there was a six-week-old baby girl that was undernourished and um, needed a family. So Kirk and I flew out and we met her and fell in love with her instantly. She was five pounds at six weeks and, um, and God just moved our hearts and moved heaven and earth that we could adopt her. So, um, she's now about to be a freshman in high school. No way. Yeah. So she's such a blessing. So yeah, we have three kids. That's great. And, uh, have you guys been Caneo Valley your whole lives or have there been parts where you've lived outside of here? Yeah. For me, I've lived here my whole life. I was born in Thousand Oaks, Los Robles Hospital, born and raised, went to Newbury Park High School. God just really planted me here with deep roots and um, just love my community and just want everybody to have opportunity to hear about Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's excellent. That's very cool. Well, I'd love to start with uh, James Storehouse, just asking, can you tell us, um, you know, kind of when it got started, how it got started, what were the initial things that really created this passion in you? Yeah. So my husband and I, we sat, Kirk and I sat on our living room floor about, I don't know, I think about 10 years ago and we just prayed and we asked the Lord, like, what breaks your heart for our community? And we want to do something about it. And right away, it was impressed upon our hearts that was foster care. And we had no idea what that looked like. No one was talking about foster care. We didn't know any children experiencing foster care. We didn't know any foster families. And so I'm a doer. So right away I was like, I got this. I'm going to figure it out. So I started to email and call everyone I could think of who was connected. Um, And I didn't get any responses. Hmm. And as I look back, it's because the Lord had a different plan. Okay. Um, yeah. So we prayed and, and we didn't get an answer from the Lord for a long time. So that was really hard. He was just asking us to press in and wait. And so over a period of nine months of fasting once a week and gathering some friends and praying at Stonehouse, uh, we just began to, just see God opening doors that we didn't expect. Yeah. So one of them was um, one morning I got a call from a police officer to pick up a three-year-old at the Palm Garden Hotel in Newbury Park. Wow. And I drove under 
you know, dropped everything, yeah. drove under the carport. A police officer handed her to me. She was wearing a wet diaper and had an empty sippy cup and these bright blue eyes and decayed teeth. And I wrapped her up in a blanket and put her in the car seat in the back and brought her home. And the Lord let us experience what it was like to receive a child with zero belongings yeah. and not be prepared. And in that, we learned that there are hundreds of other families in this community that will say yes to children from hard places if they have some help. Okay. So we were able to gather from my neighbors and family resources for her, but then we're like, okay, God, maybe you're, you're saying to us, we need a warehouse. And like the community has so many nice things. What if we had this, this system where people would donate their nice things, their kids outgrow their clothes, their baby gear and give it to families who need it for a little while. Yeah. And, and that's how it was birthed. Wow. Yeah. So James storehouse comes from James one twenty seven. Yeah. Religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is to look after widows and orphans and to keep yourself from being polluted by the world. So that is our mission. That is our heart um, is to look after these. These are our modern day orphans. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing that it started with just that, that pickup and, and actually having a, uh, I mean, I'll say a naked baby. I know she had a diaper on. Was it a boy yeah, or a girl? Girl. Girl. Yeah. I know she had a diaper on, but just that, that sense of saying, okay, what would it look like for us to to provide for these kids and the families that are taking them in is an amazing start. So from, from that point, how, uh, how did it pick up steam? Like what was kind of the timeline from that first moment of the aha to having a warehouse that started to fill with gear and that type of thing? Yeah. So we, we took this idea to our little church of like hundred people. Yeah. And we said, this is what God is saying that we need to be raising money um, for a warehouse so we can help the foster care community. And so we have so many stories of crazy miracles and the faith of even high schoolers who are saving and the way that God provided is just so humbling. Yeah. And so within a nine month period, God raised $100,000 just in a nine month period, which gave us the ability to go look for a resource center, some space yeah. to start and then not have to worry about paying the rent. So all the bills are paid for two years. Oh my goodness. So that way we had time. We thought, you know what, if we have this time, we can potentially build a donor base. And if not, then we're just going to love people and share the gospel. And then if it ends, it ends, you yeah. know, but if God sustains us, then we'll know we'll keep going. So it's just been a, an awesome faith journey. Yeah. Tell me, uh, I want to hear kind of like the, maybe the high, low, as you've done this now, it's been coming up on 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So as you've been doing this for 10 years, maybe what's been a peak joy. What, what's something that just over the 10 year run for you, you've just been like, okay, this is, this is why God brought me to this place. And yeah. then what have been some of the valleys? Like what's maybe something that's really caused you frustration or struggle or even that desire to quit and run out on, totally. on whatever <laughs> God's asking you to do, like that kind of thing. Would you mind sharing those? I'd love to. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think the peak joy for me is when God opens up an opportunity to share the gospel. Mm. That's my joy. That's my joy. So for example, this is a super cool story. So um, we were able to help a youth um, who's aged out. So transportation, housing and transportation are the number one and number two needs of every youth that's aged out yeah. to help them stabilize, to become independent. So with this particular youth, she needed a car and 
got provided. Someone's like, hey, I've got a car I don't need anymore. Do you know a youth? I'm like, absolutely. So we presented her with a car and she was super stoked. She didn't have her um, insurance yet. So I drove her home. So okay. she has to have the insurance, yeah. right? We have to do it right. Yeah. Keep them safe. Um, so I told the Lord, hey, I want to talk to her about you, but I don't, I just want it to be authentic. I don't want it to be forced. So if, if we get the opportunity to talk about you, I, I want it to come from her. Um, but I'm available. Yeah. So if you want to change the plan, I'm change the plan, but this is my heart Lord. And so we weren't two minutes on the freeway and she said, Hey, can I ask you a weird question? I'm like, absolutely. And she said, can I talk to you about God? Whoa. <laughs> I'm like, All right, Lord. Okay. That was obvious. I, I know. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And she's like, Hey, can I like, can I just talk to him and ask him questions? I'm like, absolutely. She's like, can I tell him good morning? I'm like, yes. Probably no one asked him that. Ask him how his morning's going. Just, it's a conversation. Yeah. It's a relationship. And so it just started from there. And then I never know where a relationship will go. Will this youth stay in my life? I always have an open door welcome mat. Yeah. Um, so I didn't hear from her for a couple months. And then she recently, she reached out to me and she said, she texted me and she said, Hey, I want to get baptized. What? And I'm like, okay, sweet. Do you know what that means? She's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, okay. So let me tell you about who Jesus is. And I'm like, why do you want to get baptized? She's like, I had this weird dream that I was underwater And like, there were sides of like a pool. And she's like, I opened up my phone and then I saw on your Facebook page, there were like baptisms in somebody's backyard in a pool. She's like, I want to do that. Wow. And I'm like, okay. So I said, why don't we like hop on a Zoom every Friday at 11 and like, I'll teach you about Jesus. Yeah. And she's like, cool. I, I need that. I want that. So we've been doing that every Friday. And then we got to the point where I'm like, do you, cause I want her to know who she's saying yes yeah, to. Yeah, I don't want to just like pray the prayer yeah. and like. You're in. Yeah. Sort of. <laughs> I know. Right. I want her to know, like, this is a life of surrender and, and adventure and freedom. And, um, and so she and her friend were on the zoom and we were talking about the lost sheep. Cause the Lord's like, just tell her who I am, show her who I am. Yeah. And so. And I'm like, do you, like, it's a story within a story. Like Jesus teaches stories. Within, and she's like, oh, I think I get it. I'm the lost sheep. And I'm like, yes, that's right. And so I'm like, let's pray. Let's just make this, this was in June. June, I think it was the second. Like, this is your day that you're saying yes to Jesus. And for her friend too, this is the day you're saying yes to Jesus. And so God uses these resources. Yeah that are necessary and he uses them as a catalyst to share who he is and to change their lives. Wow. So, I mean, the resources are good for stabilization and transition to independence, but he wants their hearts. And it just reminds me like how God meets us in our need without judgment. He he knows we need our basic needs Mm -hmm. and then he takes it from there and shows us who he is. That's amazing. So wow. that's, that's my favorite. Right. When I, I have so many stories yeah. of like people coming to faith and finding Jesus and life's transformed. Um, it's, it's him. Yeah. I mean, he specifically told me like, this is not about you. This mm-hmm. is about me. Um, and so I just do my best to get out of the way so people can see the glory of Jesus and how powerful he is and how loving he is. 
That's amazing. It's cool. Yeah, that's super cool. But so, then there are hard days, yeah, all right? right? So let's let's go hard days because <laughs> honestly, like when I think about people listening, you know, there's two there's two kinds of people listening. I think well, there's lots of kinds, but uh, some people will listen and they will want to help you. They hear the vision, they hear the the things that you're doing, and say that has my heart. I want to be I want to be a part of that. I want to help. I want to give money. I want to give goods. I want to come and volunteer that type of thing. And then there are other people that are going to say. I had a, a dream too, and I want to actually, I want to birth that dream. I want to activate that dream to start something that can help people in a certain way. And so hearing some of the joys of serving the Lord in these ways, but also hearing the challenges, I think gives people the, the real picture of uh, why when we say yes to God, it's, there's pain and privilege. Like yes. it's, it's beautiful and amazing and full of joy. And there is a lot of pain and difficulty and frustration but it's absolutely worth it. And then we would do it again. Yes. So that's why I'm asking both sides of that coin. I lo- so. That's good. That's the, that's the whole picture, yeah. right? That's um, one of the frustrations that we've experienced is when we are working with um, trafficked youth, specifically the girls, um, they have so much, they have experienced so much complex trauma that there are ways of relating to people, the ways of relating to me um, are through manipulation. They feel like they have to change the situation so that they can receive love. So that is really, really hard. So we'll have like the girls in our home, we'll have them in our lives. Um, It's, it's, it's difficult because their brains have experienced so much trauma and it just takes time and patience. Um, The Lord has to really, really show me how to, how to do this. Um, so it's difficult. It's, it's really hard to see them. Um, even though one of the youth, ha- one of the specific youth I'm thinking of that was trafficked, she has um, said yes to Jesus. Yeah. Um, and she still continues to make choices that are harmful for her. Yeah. So it's frustrating yeah. to see that, to see that. Um, another thing that's hard too is a lot, a lot of times our family, I feel like there's warfare. I feel like we're like the tip of the spear sometimes. And, um, there's just a lot of warfare that surrounds us. It's a lot of like hard things, um, day to day that are discouraging. Yeah. Um, but we just have, I have to look, I have to think of my life first. Yeah. Um, that he is an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. So it goes behind the curtain to the inner sanctuary where Jesus, our forerunner, goes before us. So I'm literally anchored to Jesus. Um, so when those hard days come, when the discouragement comes, when things happen with my kids and I'm so, it feels like my kids always get hit. Yeah. I don't know if it's just coincidence or if it's warfare, um, but it gets hard and discouraging Yeah. sometimes. How have you guys had to... Uh, if you, again, if you don't mind sharing, if there's yeah. ever a moment, you're just like, no, uh, <laughs> but when you guys hit those moments of discouragement, what are the, what are the pathways out of that? Like what, what, um, you know, whether it's from the Lord directly from your husband, from your church community, from your small group or whatever it might be like, what how have you found the Lord takes you through discouragement and helps you find, uh, the full cup to be able to do what you do day in mm. and day out? Yeah, it's community. Okay. We're made for community. We can't do this life without community. If someone thinks that they want to try and be a believer and stay home and just do their own thing, like it's impossible because yeah. we're not created to do a spiritual life, life with Jesus alone. Yeah. So we have people around us. I have 
a best friend who will stop and pray with me. Um, we have our prayer chain at our church. Yeah. Um, I'll just sit and worship in my car and get away from the madness. Yeah. Um, we have an incredible team at James Storehouse that we pray every Tuesday. So that's our time where we're just like, we just spill it out and we share what's going great, what's going hard. Um, it's this community. We all have our gifts. We all have our talents and God has done this on purpose yeah. so that we can lift each other up and help each other stay strong in this, in this marathon. Wow. That's awesome. Thank I'm you. sure you've experienced yeah. the same thing. Very much so. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's always a joy to actually hear other people's experiences and how that's worked. I, you know, I would have a very similar answer to yeah, that question. I bet. Um, and it's just, it's cool to hear that, uh, from you. Um, so now I'll take a minute vision forward. Uh, where is James Storehouse going? What do you see as the next two years? Or I don't know how far out you guys like to think and plan and dream and that type of thing, but what's, what's ahead for James Storehouse? I love that question. <laughs> I love, love being visionary for things that the Lord may do. Yeah. So um, we were just able to secure a new warehouse that's a few doors down from us, wow. an additional warehouse. Cool. So we are able to, the more resources we have, yeah. the more youth we can help, the more families we can help, the more opportunities we have to share who Jesus is. So God has given us literally more space to be able to do that. So that's, that was our first goal was to get more space. Yeah. The second thing is um, it's relationship. It's being able to be in the youth's lives every day. Mm -hmm. There's, there's something great about life skill classes, but there's something completely different. There's a different yield when you get to be in their lives every day and work out these things we're teaching them. So one of our goals and one of our dreams is actually to have a coffee shop, like a local coffee shop where we employ the youth. Okay. So we're teaching them life skills. We're teaching them job skills. We're in their lives every day. And it would give the community an opportunity to like meet these great youth yeah. and see like that their, their coffee or their tea is making a difference and sending these kids to school or sending them, you know, to whatever they want to do. And think it would build great awareness and also would give the community an opportunity to hang out in a cool space. Yeah. Ministry happens all the time. Relationship happens. So that's one of our dreams is to have that, that cool, like bougie yeah. <laughs> coffee oh, shop amazing. where people want to be, they want to hang out. And um, then we get to really invest daily in the lives of the youth that work there. Another one of our dreams is to, um, have our own building. We would love to be able to have something, something like this, that yeah. we are here. Um, and so that when we have big events that we don't have to rent a semi truck okay. and load it up. Yeah. And there's so much work. It would, it would maximize our time to be able to like have a building where we can have our events and have that coffee shop and yeah. have our boutiques and our resource center all in one stop shop. Wow. That would be, that's another one of our dreams. And another one of those dreams is we'd love to have access to um, a day ranch. There's something super healing. And I've watched it happen when there are youth who have these complex stories of abuse and neglect, and they have an opportunity to learn about and love on animals that have had the same or similar experiences. Wow. Um, there's so much healing that happens yeah. and it would create opportunities for foster families to come together and just to get recharged. 
not a sleepover camp, but just a day camp where they can come and get filled up again. Wow. That's really exciting. Uh, so if somebody were listening and they, they were thinking, okay, I want to, want to get involved. I want to help. I want to be a part of what's happening at James storehouse. What's kind of step one, where, where would they go? What would they do? Yeah, they can come to our website at jamesstorehouse.org. Okay. And we have lots of information on the website. Um, we have an event coming up on the 7th of August. Awesome. Um, it is our back to school bash. Oh, okay. So we have nearly a thousand people that are going to drive through. It's at James Storehouse. Um, we're going to, God's blowing me out of the out of the water. Like he's so faithful. I just like say yes. And he just comes through every time. So every child is going to receive, um, like a Jansport backpack. They need something sturdy because they move around house to house and they want to look like their peers. Right. Yeah. Filled with school supplies. They're going to get a brand new pair of like Nike shoes or Converse shoes. So they look like their friends. So they're not afraid to go to school. Um, they're going to get some clothes. There's going to be all kinds of things. Um, superheroes, princesses, like it is absolutely magical. Like you feel the Holy spirit. Like it's, I want your, I want Anthem family to come be a part of it with us. We need volunteers so they can go to our website and sign up to help. Very cool. We would love that. Yeah. We That's, need help day to day in our resource center. Okay. We got the youth that that need to shop for resources, and they always need someone to help them out find the find those outfits that look good. Um, there's always little ones. Like yesterday, we, it was so busy and so full that there was literally like a youth had put her baby down on the floor, and um, I just walked by and picked up like there's just random babies. Oh, like yeah. there's just like it's just this. We need people. We need yeah. hands, like yeah. just hold babies and um, help youth. And it's such a healing environment. I'm not kidding you. Like even volunteers that are not believers, they're like, there's something different here. There's, there's like something's happening here. And like, there's this joy. And so it's come be a part of it yeah. and, and watch Jesus list change lives. That's so amazing. Uh, Personally, I know Kristen got a chance to take a young man who was taking yeah. in his niece and nephew uh, in a semi-permanent situation. And just, I mean, single guy had a house that had nothing kid-proof, nothing kid-friendly, anything like that. She took him to James Storehouse and got to walk him through. And he, he was like absolutely blown away that something like this exists. He was totally overwhelmed with the prospect of taking in his niece and nephew. And you guys just gave him courage to be able to do this giant yes that he had said yes to. Wow, yeah. But he had, I mean, he had nothing. And it was a really cool experience to to be able to know that he was being taken care of, that he was being blessed in his effort to do something very generous, which was awesome. But the generosity of others to empower that was just a, it was a pretty cool chain of events. We were very excited to uh, be partnered with James Storehouse to know that you exist and to be able to walk through there with him was pretty exciting. Yeah, it was an honor to help your family in that way. Yeah. And he's come back for resources. I see. Yeah. I'm so, so happy to hear that. Yeah, That's so good. the kids are doing great. He's yeah. doing great. He's really happy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we just hope to continue to bless caretakers, foster families, just whatever they need. Very cool. Keep them in the game. Yeah, yeah. That's it. All right. Well, thank you, Stacy, so much. I really appreciate you taking some time and sharing your heart, your vision. It was just great to hear, I think, the, the personal connection of 
uh, where James Storehouse has come from and what it's doing today. I know that the foster uh, arena is something that's on a lot of people's minds now. A decade ago, it wasn't. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And that landscape has changed completely. And I think people are now post COVID, it's almost like eyes are back on. How do we serve? How do we help? I think people kind of, yes. you know, hunkered down for the, for about a year and a half there. And, and now there's a lot of hunger to, uh, to look outward and be helpful and to be able to engage people with the name of Jesus. So, uh, guys, if you are interested in this, I do highly recommend jamesstorehouse.org. Uh, take a look at the August 7th event. That sounds like an amazing opportunity to be hands-on, to be helpful, uh, to encourage what's happening with James Storehouse and to be a part of uh, serving our foster care community. So thank you, Stacy. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And the Anthem family is amazing. We couldn't do what we do without you. Awesome. Oh, we love it. We love being able to partner with you guys. All right, everybody have a great day and we will uh, catch up with you guys next time. See ya.